You're now tuned into the Morning Star Show with Super Size 75. Hey, don't shoot the messenger. Get into some nigga shit. <laughs> You're now tuned into the Morning Star Show with Super Size 75. My bad. I am currently under the weather, but. I was supposed to do this yesterday. Couldn't do it. I'm all jacked up. So in the meantime, uh, find your way into your seats as I read this spiel. Um, heavily flawed individual uh, on the wake up radio dot com twenty four seven three sixty five. Shout out to my producer Cindy Ashby. Replays, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Anchor for the replays. All right. Uh, a lot of things I want to unpack because I still got another interview with uh, On the Block with Jen at 5. So for the next 90 minutes, I'm just going to lay out uh, some things with this Empire Records and to pretty much pull y'all back from the brink of, of overreacting. Fair enough. First things first. Um, if you watch the versus Stephanie Mills versus Shaka Khan, what the hell is wrong with Shaka Khan? What was she high or, or drunk or both? Put Shaka Khan on the list. Put Shaka Khan on the list. Um, <laughs> she's at that age where y- 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 y'all forget that she told too much off the Whitney death. And uh, she ain't been right ever since. I'm, I've, I'm fighting a cold, and don't say fucking COVID either. It's a, it's a regular cold. So, uh, Shaka is a, is a hot damn mess, but I, she's a sexy old hot mess. <laughs> Shaka Khan and Stephanie Mills are 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 why I I I so advocate for older women. <laughs> like Shaka Khan is a hot piece of old ass. Let's not act like Shaka and Stephanie are not hot pieces of old ass and and we would we would wait our turn in line for them. I don't give a fuck how many dicks Shaka done had. I don't give a fuck she ran through the group Rufus. I don't care. Okay, Shaka's is a hot piece of ass, but put her on the list cause she crazy. What else did I wanna unpack? What else did I wanna unpack? They they age extremely well. Extremely well. Extremely well. So let me shout out to everybody that's in the chat. Natasha, Tim, Lorvell, uh, Color People Time. Nah, man, I, I pushed this thing back twice yesterday. It just wasn't going to happen. I'm all fucked up. I was fucked up bad yesterday. Now I'm like better. Uh, Betsy, RJ, Jocelyn, hey. Uh, uh, produced by Mifi, Roscoe, War, War Ready, Edward, Kiba, T. Uh, Tawanda, hey. Kyla, hey. Uh, yeah, she's a known drunkard, yes. Ayana, hey. Uh, Art Turner, hey, hey. 
It's been a minute. O-L. I am cute. All right. We good? Simone? Okay. Northern Bell. Hey. Uh, okay. I got everybody. All right. Let's get into Save and Sanctify. What's happening? All right. Let's get into this. Okay. Empire Records. Y'all need to chill. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. Um... <laughs> Y'all need to calm the fuck down with the star rings and shit. Come on, y'all chill. Come on. Uh, I will say this, though. Arabs and blacks, uh, a very sordid history. Like, these be the same Arabs that pray five times to the east. Won't touch pork or uh, alcohol, but sure will sell it to, to black folk in, their, uh, in the neck of the woods, right? Darius, what's happening? Um... <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Gazi is the mastermind of Empire Thoughts. I'm gonna get into this. I'm gonna get into this. I'm gonna get into this. Yo, um, I need y'all to come back from the cliff a little bit, okay? I need to pull y'all back from the cliff. Let's not act like there's not a shitload of artists dying on other labels as well. I mean, there's some artists, there's some labels where the entire groups have died, plane crashes, you know, accidents, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need y'all to pull the fuck back. Y'all, y'all doing a tad bit too much. All right. Y'all doing a tad bit too much. And I got some points to lay out. So, um, uh, remember the interview that Leor did on, 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 um, Breakfast Club. This is how I know y'all got short memories. Because y'all overreact to everything. Okay? This is how I know y'all got short memories because y'all overreact to everything. Did y'all remember what Leor said uh, during his interview on The Breakfast Club about contracts? What did he say? He said contracts are renewed. They're never broken. Contracts are always renewed. They are never broken. Never broken. All right. Um, they're never rescinded. They're always renewed. Did y'all forget that? Just so quickly. That interview is not even a year old. Okay. And um, <laughs> so since y'all want to go with the star ring, I mean, there's a picture of Buster Rhymes on the cover of Vibe magazine wearing a star ring. I mean, let's some of y'all. I get it. I get it. But let's take King, Von, Mo3, and Adolf. What do they all have in common? Okay. They all come from impoverished neighborhoods. Right? They pretty much celebrate death rap. Well, what the fuck do you think would happen to these guys eventually? It ain't hard to figure out what's going to happen to these guys. Remember the second part of Leo's interview in regards to art artists with drug habits. What did Leor say? I'm not going to stop an artist from doing drugs. Did y'all forget? He said, I'm not going to stop an artist from doing drugs or whatever their vices are. I remember we would tell artists, we, we used to have to beg artists to leave the hood, right? I had an artist I was dealing with. This nigga was a professional meth dealer. I had guns drawn on me over this dude. I was his manager at the time. This nigga was a professional meth dealer dealer and I would be like bro you can't do both 
and rap at the same time. <laughs> and we were in the studio and niggas came looking for this dude and guns drawn. It was like the scene the Jizzard describes when um, Cypress Hill ran up on whoever in the studio with guns drawn. It was just like that. <laughs> We used to beg artists, stop doing what you're doing and focus on music. How many times did Puffy beg Biggie to stop selling drugs? How many times did Puffy beg Biggie to stop selling drugs? Listen, it makes sense for the labels to put um, uh, insurance policies on artists. I don't think y'all understand how labels actually function. You may have an, a, a roster of 50 artists on a label, but it's only actually three or four that are actually successful enough to run everything, right? So you have 50 artists on a label. 45 of them don't, 45 don't bring in money. Five of them do. It's the five artists that bring in money to fund the labels, for the labels to do what they need to do for the other 45. That's how it's ran. This is why they sign so many fucking people. Because every artist is, is a crapshoot. Okay? Every artist is a crapshoot. I, I don't think y'all really understand how this business works. So, um, so Empire, most labels, like I said, most labels have, have, have uh, insurance policies on, on, on the artists, especially those that come from urban areas, because more than likely they're going to expire a lot sooner and not going to not going to live long enough, you know, to uh, recoup the masters. Oh, the, the masters thing. Oh, so, yeah, they all own their own masters. That's great. So let me ask you guys this. So what good are the masters if you don't know what to do with them? What good are the masters if you have to go back to the same people that control the avenues for you to make money? For those that get a royalty check, what happens to that royalty check over time? It gets smaller and smaller and smaller. I'm sorry. Ten years from now, no one's playing Young Dolph. No one's playing Mo3. No one's playing King Von. 10 years from now, who, from where, okay, and I, I see people saying, oh, that's great for the family, stream their music, sort of, sort of for the fa-. listen, five years from now, it ain't gonna matter, no one's gonna be, no one's gonna be streaming their music in the millions by the millions, every, t- this is what happens, every year, the anniversary of their death, is when the streams go up, right? So every year we'll have the King Von Memorial. Hey, on this date, King Von died. Streams go up. For the rest of the year, streams go down. Same thing with Mo3, Mo any other dead-ass rapper. You don't think about their asses until somebody reminds you they're dead, right? You don't remember or realize who's dead until the, the anniversary comes up. No one's out here playing Triple X Tentacion until... Uh, he has a baby on the way, uh, anniversary of his death, uh, something, you know, other than that, you're not bumping no triple X tentacion. Stop playing with me. And expect, and, and as you get older, you leave that shit behind. So let me, let me do this real quick. Let me be petty. Let me list some dead rappers. Okay. Just random dead rappers. 
Okay. I'm going to name about 40 random dead rappers. Okay. Tupac. Okay. Gunned down in a drive-by shooting. Biggie Smalls. Gunned down in a drive-by shooting. Easy E. Complications from AIDS. Nate Dogg. Complications from multiple strokes. Nipsey Hussle. Gunned down. Triple X Tentacion. Gunned down. While sitting in a car. Big L. Shot nine times in the face and chest in a drive-by shooting. Old Dirty Bastard. Drug overdose. Big Pun. Uh, heart attack. Prodigy. Uh, sickle cell. Anemia. Uh, proof. Gun down. Fife Dog. Diabetes. Guru. Cardiac arrest. Mac Dre. Drive-by shooting. Jam Master J. Gun down. Let's see who else. Heavy D. Pulmonary embolism. DJ Screw. Codeine overdose. Pimp C. Let them tell it overdose. Soldier Slim. After being shot four times. Gun down. Jay Dilla. Blood disease. Capital Steez. Committed suicide by jumping off the rooftop of the Cinematic Music Group headquarters in New York. Wait a minute. Capital Steez. Niggas like, who's Capital Steez? Exactly. Capital Steez committed suicide by jumping off the rooftop of the Cinematic Music Group headquarters in New York. Okay. Adam Yauch of the Beastie Boys. Cancer. Uh, Sean Price. Died in his sleep. Unknown reasons. Chris Kelly. Uh, uh, what's the group called? God damn it. Uh, crisscross. Uh, let's see. Had cocaine, heroin, and other drugs in his system at the time of his death. Lil Snoop. Shot in the chest. Gunned down. Stretch. Drive-by shooting. On his way to see the notorious B.I.G. Okay. Chinks. Shot in, <laughs> shot in a drive-by shooting. Freaky Ta. Shot in the back of the head. Okay. Dollar. Remember Dollar. <laughs> they killed that nigga in broad daylight. <laughs> Lil Fat. Shot multiple times outside of a hospital where his son was about to be born. Camouflage. Gunned down. He was only 21 years old. Okay. <laughs> Magnolia Shorty. Shot over 25 times in a drive-by shooting. God damn. Does any of these people ring a bell? Y'all gonna have to stop blaming these labels. I need y'all to stop blaming labels. Listen, this ain't the old Capitol Records where the old Capitol Records used to have paid hitmen for artists that got out of line. They don't have to operate like that anymore. They'll let your environment take care of you for them. Let me say it again. This is not the old Capitol Records, okay? They don't have to have paid fixers or hitmen on payroll. They'll let your own environment do the jobs for them. Please stop blaming the labels to a certain extent, okay? If you're a smart investor, uh, all you aunties out here, and you got a, a badass nephew, and you put an insurance policy on him because you know he ain't about shit and ain't gonna be shit and ain't gonna live long enough to be shit, right? All you... Uncles that don't put 
insurance policies on your badass nephews because you know he ain't going to be shit. He ain't shit and ain't going to live long enough to be shit. You put insurance policies on them. What's the difference? You evil ass aunties and uncles that put insurance policies on your nieces and nephews and your little cousins because you know they ain't going to live long enough to see anything. You evil motherfuckers. How dare you? This is why y'all need to chill the fuck out with this label shit. Of course, the label benefits greatly, but they're not going to stop the problem. (laughs) The labels are not going to intervene to stop the problem. They used to. They used to care. Years ago, they used to care about the artist's well-being. They would put them up in an apartment away from the hood, right? This is what they used to do. They would let you record in the hood, right, to get inspired and get the raw vibe of the album and shit. Then they get your ass up out the hood and put you in an apartment somewhere in in Whiteville town, right, where it's safe because we got the energy in this package. Then we could produce and we could mass mass produce it, right? But they usually they usually pull the artist out of the out of the out of the war zone. Uh, You know what I'm saying? That's what they used to do back in the day. Not so much anymore. Okay. Yeah, they found a car. Well, I don't give a fuck. I don't listen. I don't give a fuck. Have you been to Memphis? Have you been to Memphis? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if they saw this niggas crying. Okay. And then and, and another point. Going back to the masters, hip hop does not age well. Y'all will not be bumping these niggas music 10, 15, 20 years from now like that. Trust and believe. Okay, hip hop is a is a young person's arrested development genre. You have to be in complete and total utter arrested development to keep playing this hip hop shit into your 40s and 50s. I'm sorry. Some things you just outgrow. Hip hop does not age well at all. I could be wrong. Don't get me wrong. We all have our ratchet moments. I still play Rick Ross when I'm in the gym, but I'm in the gym. <laughs> I'm looking for motivation for that last two or three sets when I'm on some nigga shit. At the gym, okay. When I when I see niggas playing the rap music loud as fuck with the windows down, are these people that I want inside my home? When I when I when I see black men with the rap music, and I ain't it ain't no fucking public enemy. It ain't never public enemy. It ain't never X Clan. No nigga, it's it's the it's the worst of the worst. Do I want these people in my home? You from Memphis? Oh, hold, hold, we got a detractor. Okay. You're from Memphis. Okay, well, the, the reality is, um, wh- why would you expect the rest of us to care about cities like Memphis where y'all don't even value your own lives? Y'all killed y'all golden goose. This is how stupid black people have become. You kill your own golden goose. Now who's going to feed you turkeys uh, for Thanksgiving every every Thanksgiving, okay? This is why I don't care. Who's gonna feed y'all turkeys every Thanksgiving? You done killed your own golden goose. This nigga was an inspiration for y'all to say, hey, you can make it and still come back to the hood and live a, a relatively peaceful life. Y'all killed y'all best example uh, of of how to do it right. Now. 
Now, now I'm not I'm not bashing you, sis. I'm just it's the mentality behind it. Okay, no diss to you, love and light to you. Uh, I I pray that you stay safe in that in that raggedy ass city. But we say the same thing about cities in Detroit, Baltimore, uh, fucking uh, Broward County. Don't fucking play. We say this shit about all these raggedy ass cities with all these raggedy ass niggas killing everybody. Okay, there's nothing against you, nothing against you. So please don't take it that way. All right. Um. Let me see. Let me get caught up in these comments. I'm sorry. I couldn't name one. <laughs> I'm 32 and I barely listen to an ex. There's nothing you can get out of it. Nothing. 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 Only when I'm at the gym or if I'm if I'm in I'm in I'm in nigga mode. I buy myself in nigga mode. I'm by myself in nigger mode. I don't want everybody else to see my nigger them come out. I want to keep it to myself. Okay. <clears throat> I still listen to social Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> All right. So once again, no diss to you. No diss, sis. No diss. Please don't take it that way. Please don't take it that way. But your people's killed the best thing about Memphis since I don't know since MLK died I don't know do you, do you understand what I'm saying oh is it, and we're talking about Empire Records I'm gonna get into Empire Records I'm gonna get into Shami Agami whatever the fuck is I'm gonna get into all that shit we're gonna unpack all this shit okay <laughs> I play many men before work most mornings it gets me pumped to handle these goofies at the uh, exactly you have to get on that level alright Okay. Right, right. This man had a, a black wife and black children. Lord have mercy. What the fuck was Dolph thinking? He married a black woman and had kids with her? Y'all done killed every example of what black men were supposed to do uh, in their communities and with their families. Y'all killed the last example y'all had of that shit. Okay? Reg, don't do it, Reg. Don't do it, Reg. <laughs> Reg, don't do it. All right, you killed the golden goose. Live from Ratchet Town, USA. Man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Exactly, I'm a thug in the car with the windows rolled up. Exactly. I can't deal with 85% of current rat. This is what happens when you reach a certain age. You just put away, it's, it just doesn't vibe with you like it used to. Uh, did I see the hands? Yeah, I, I, yeah, the black, it was a black officer off to the left. I know who you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. See, yes, in nigga mode, you'd be alone. Exactly. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. let's see the way. Okay, so here's the thing. Once again, if all the talent comes from the hood, right, and you know they have a short shelf life then as the investor, then yes, you want to make sure your investment pays off because you're not going to be around much longer. They're not going to be around long. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, put the insurance policy on it. But I'm, I'm just saying that's just smart business. That's just smart business. That's all I'm saying. I'm in Nashville. I will never move to Memphis. I'm cool. Man, super cool. 
Okay. Now let's get into Empire Records. And then and then another thing like, and and I'm no diss to anybody, but come on, turkeys, yo, we still in that shit. That's that's New Jack City shit. Like if passing out turkeys does not help the people, it helps homeless people. It helps shelters, but turkey drives, that shit's so fucking old. Like, that's the best they show your celebrities, your hood celebrities in that light. They're always passing out turkeys. Like, Meek Mill does that. Rick Ross does that. The fuck is passing out turkeys going to do? You know, are you able to build centers or get centers funded that's going to teach job advancement skills, works? You know what I'm saying? Like, turkeys don't mean shit. It's a... Turkeys is a symbolism thing. It's a symbolism thing more than anything else. But the turkeys don't don't do shit. Right. Remember y'all was mad at Jeezy? Cause y'all was like, oh, Jeezy's son graduated from college, but he told y'all y'all sons to go trap or die. Well, there was your clue right there. There was your clue right there. That's a that's a classic album. That's a classic album. Oh, you're only 25? Oh, wow. And you from the ATL. We gonna, hey, everybody pray for Miss Hampton because she living in the spirit of Sodom. <laughs> Y'all pray for Miss Hampton. She living in the spirit of Sodom. <laughs> right, yo, anybody that lives in ATL, I pray for y'all. All right, let's 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 get into uh, Empire Records. Now, I couldn't find out much. There's a couple things that stuck out to me and we're going to go over it together. All right, so there's a few things we need to point out. Ghazi Shami. Now, once again, the relationship between Arabs and and blacks is not is not a good one. It's a it's a very parasitic relationship. So um, now, <laughs> listen. This is the first thing that pops up when when you, we type in Ghazi Shami. Look at this shit. Look, look look at this shit. If someone told Ghazi the number of sacrifices and battles he, he would have had to endure. To actualize his dream of starting his own distribution company. Oh my god. Uh, okay. So let's get into it. Um, his first step. Okay, the first thing I had to do was take two steps backward to take ten steps forward. I was the ultimate hustler when I was young. I was mixing and producing records, manufacturing CDs, working in the youth center, and consulting at Ingrooves Music. So Ingrooves, like the Orchard, they're like a mid-level distribution company. Right. These are companies um, that um, independent artists could go to and have their platforms, uh, you know, right next to the big dogs. Right. OK. You pay so much a month and that they the profit splits a little bit favorable. Yada, yada, yada. So this is now this is his story. He says, before I started Empire, I quit all my revenue streams and went for broke. I maybe had five thousand dollars saved in my account. I took the last bit of money and focused on this one idea. I knew I could bring to life. That was a culmination of my of all my different skill sets. All these hustles that I had been doing for years and all the trades I had acquired needed to be focused on one thing. Okay? Alright. Now, according to him, he says, As long as you maintain your integrity, everything else will fall into place. My father owned a laundromat. And I spent a lot of my childhood there. Now listen. The old heads, that's a code word. Now I'm not saying that's for him. I'm saying back in the day, a laundromat was a code for a fixer or a cleaner. Okay? I'm taking them to the cleaners. Right? 
That's old school cold word for a cleaner or a fixer. I'm not saying that's the case in his father's point. I'm just saying that's kind of odd. But let's continue. All right. He says, this, 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 that. Okay. Then here's, here's his backstory. This is how he got involved. Okay. Which is pretty interesting. He says he grew up in San Francisco. It was very multicultural, very progressive. I had a lot of technology and hustle and bustle. Okay. Okay. Uh, in the 90s, I was living in a city called San Mateo, which is the birthplace of Napster. Sean Fanny. Shout out to Sean Fanny. Shout out to Nick because we talked about that uh, last week. I was going to school for radio and television with an emphasis on audio and visual or video. My teachers would say hard drives are never going to be big enough. Networks are never going to be fast enough to support streaming on a computer. I was like, y'all are crazy. I'm already doing this at work. I was building a video streaming networks in like 99, 2000 at a company that's a block away from Napster. By day, I was building a video streaming network, and at night, I was staying after work because they had a T3 line, and I was using Napster to download Stevie Wonder songs so I could download samples and make records. At the same time, I was running a studio where I, would, where I was already building computers and multi-tracking music in 1997 on computers. Around 2000, 2001, I was working for another company called Audio Highway. It was one of the biggest audio streaming companies in the world at the time. We were already streaming music videos and MP3s years before there was YouTube or iTunes. You can't create culture unless you have access. So when we were already creating this culture in the tech companies, I saw how it would bleed over into the music business and then I saw the cross section of how it would change the user behavior based on how humans consume things. I knew it was just a matter of time. Okay. So here we go. I got out of the tech industry in the early 2000s and went full time. And then in about 06, 07, I started consulting at Engrus. All these early services started to fold into subscription models, uh, i.e. gaming and Netflix. You saw what Netflix was doing to companies like Hollywood Video and Blockbuster. I could see early inklings of the streaming era because I had the foresight to see it and I was young enough to see it. I also had an environment that was validating some of my thoughts by going up to Silicon Valley. I was super early on it and I just so happened to be an urban kid. I was the only urban kid running around in Air Force Ones and jerseys working in Silicon Valley. I was an anomaly. So basically you'd be the Arab version of a what a sand a sand nigga. Right? You the cool ass Arab that hang around black folks. That in other words. Alright, cool, fine. Let's see. Uh Okay, when I started my company, I was doing everything under the sun, signing the artist, writing the marketing plan, loading the content into the system, building the software with the developer, designing an accounting system. I was cutting the checks and folding them. And I started to hire, hire employees who I could put my trust in. I could say, okay, you can handle all the checks. That's one less thing I have to do now. And I'm going to bring you in and teach you how to do my concepts. You can come in and start handling all the marketing. Every time I would bring somebody in, the, in to develop the infrastructure, it would free me up to do more. I could add layers to the company. Okay, okay. Now, this is, imp this is impressive. This is how you know that this is not, this is money, money. Okay. The standout moment for me was two years ago. We had our holiday party. We did our company retreat and I flew in all of our employees from all over the world. We had just built our new studio facility downtown. There was a moment when the entire room was filled with 70 to 75 bodies. I looked around the room and I was like, holy shit, we really have an empire. We've built an amazing company together and all of us are responsible for one another. Okay. 
Okay, there's other things I want to touch on too. All right. All right, so there's that. Now, here's his partner. His partner in crime is Nima. Okay, now Nima went to Hamburg Media School. That's in Germany. So he understands programming at its finest levels. Okay, he understands all the types of different types of conditioning and programming possible. He's been schooled at the one of the best schools. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he's been there with Empire 11 years. Uh, he was VP. Of, he was a marketing manager in 2010. Where is it at? Where is it? Hey, here we go. Hamburg Media School. MBA, activities and societies, business administration, management skills, strategic planning, blah, 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 a broad range of law basics from civil and competition law to press and broadcasting law. All right. So this man is very, very well educated. He's no dummy. <sighs> okay. Now, let me show you the roster they have. Now, this is going to be the roster they've had in the... In, Coming and going, okay? This is who they have all have dealt with at some point, okay? Oh, where is it at? Uh, where is it at? Wait a minute, just give me a moment. Okay, at one point, these people were assigned to Empire, and I'm going to go through them all, okay? Ninth Wonder. Second Nature, 50 Cent, Aaliyah. They just now put out, they got the rights to Aaliyah's music. So they're going to be putting her music out, reissuing her music through Empire. This is not a small label. This is not an independent label. This is a major, major, major go. Shout to Flossie Carter. Now this is a major label. Okay. They're paying money, man. You know, crypto advances. They got money, money. They are a, a, he's a major player. Let's continue. Absol, Ashal, Adam Lambert, Afghan, uh, Alexis and Fido, Amanda Perez, Amber Lou. Oh shit. Nope. I fucked up. My bad. Amber Lou, Anderson Pack, Andre Nicotina, Bankroll Mafia. Now, these are people that have that have been signed or are signed to them, okay? Be legit. Burner. Burner had that awesome beat that Scott Storch made that people were... Shaq had... Okay, let me tell you how, 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 how whack I think Burner is. No disrespect, but whack is tra uh, Burner is trash. Remember that track Scott Storch did on, on Instagram? And everybody was wanting to purchase that track. Shaq offered a million dollars for the track. He wouldn't sell it to Shaq. He gave it to this nigga Burner. Burner. Trash. Trash. Bobby V. Benny the Butcher. Did he not just sign a Def Jam? Did Benny the Butcher just not sign a Def Jam? Okay. Boosie Badass. And, and let me get back to Young Dolph real quick. Remember Young Dolph? We all reported that he was signing three different labels. The nigga was never independently wealthy. Stop. No diss to Dolph. The nigga was never an independently wealthy artist. He was signed to three different labels at the same fucking time. And why Soldier Boy is getting is catching hell because Soldier Boy told the truth. He said, "You're signed to Empire. That's not independent. 
That's why everyone's mad at Soldier Boy. He tells the truth. Empire is nothing. Is nothing independent about them. Let's continue. <clears throat> Bones, Brockhampton, Buster Rhymes, Shay Nichelle, Chronics, Clyde Carson. Y'all heard of Clyde Carson? Dr. Dre's people, Crooked Eye, uh, Daz Dillinger, D Ram, Diamond D. Old school. That's old heads know about that. Dinah Jane, uh, Dizzy Wright, the kid from, uh, what is he, ain't he Canadian or some shit? Or British? Whatever, I remember him. K Slay, Paulie D, Dobie, Dunia, Drew Hill, D Smoke, Earth Gang, Emilio Rojas, Eric Bellinger, Esther Dean. She write hits for everybody but can't write a hit for herself. Poor thing. Fashan. Uh, flip side, Freddie Gibbs. And y'all wonder how Freddie Gibbs has been able to go to the Grammys and become a Grammy nominated artist as an independent. But this is the same guy that wants to talk trash on ac- academics. Act when I see you, I'm gonna run down on you, Freddie Gibbs. Ain't ain't this? I see why Jeezy don't fuck with this dude. Remember y'all was mad at Jeezy for not fucking with for, with Freddie. Oh man, you holding Freddie back. Jeezy, you're holding Freddie back. Okay. Let's continue. Glasses Malone. Haley Kiyoko. Hopson. Yeah, Hopson. The conscious rapper guy, right? Hustle Game. I Am Sue. Iggy Azalea. Jacques. Cash Money. Jay Dilla. Jay Valentine. Justina Valentine. Old girl from uh, Wildin' Out. Y'all didn't know that, did you? Mm-hmm. Jacob Lattimore. Jake Miller. Darren Benton. Jesse Boykins III. Jewel. Singer-songwriter. Remember her back in the early 2000s? Jen, Jim Jones. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Joji. John Hart. Keek the Sneak. Uh, oh, my God. He has the worst rap flow ever. My wife plays it. His shit. I'm like, this nigga like... Uh, he sounds like I he raps like I sound right now. Like a fucking frog. It's garbage. King Von, Chris Daniels, Conscience, Corrupt, Lamont Sincere, Lil Duval. But nigga, you a comedian. How's that? You never never mind. Lloyd. She's my type. Loot. Lyrica Anderson. Lucky. Mac Dre. Yeah, okay. Major, Mandy Rain Man Mario, Mars members only Messy Marv, Mr. Fab, Mitchie Slick, Mozzie, Mozzie's been popping for a few years, Mac Wilds, Nikki, Neftafaro, Nephew, No Malice, wait a minute, this ain't the, the, the brother that done went Christian on us, right? Uh, he did go the Christian route because he saw said he got tired of seeing demons. Okay, that's why him and Malice don't, him and Clips, uh, him and old boy don't speak like that. Okay, Olamide, Filthy Rich, Pia Mia, Fresher, PNB Rock, Pop Can. All right, I think Pop Can is at now he's over that OVO. I could be wrong though. Problem, Pleasure P, this nigga's son just killed somebody. Jeez. Raja, Rakeem Miles, Rapper Big Pooh, Rhapsody, 
Y'all remember Rhapsody? Okay. Raven Justice, Riff Raff, RBL Posse. Don't give me no Bama weed. Don't give me no Bama weed. I remember that. Mm, ooh, what year was that? 1994. Remy Ma. Rich Brian. Rich Homie Kwan. Robin Thicke. Rocco. Rob Banks. Rotimi. Uh, Big Nose Dre from Power. Saba. Sean Garrett. <coughs> Sean Kingston. Selfish. Shaggy. Shapiro. Shobanga. Uh, who else we got? Scheme. Sky Zoo. Oh. Sky Zoo and Torre. Okay. Slim Thug. Space Ghost Perp. Right? He's making some noise because somebody says something he didn't like. And he voiced his opinion. <laughs> Alright, Super Bui. Uh, Starlito. Huh? Styles P. Tank. Please don't go. Take on Calderon. The Alchemist. The Foreign Exchange. The Grouch and Elijah. The Jacka. Who else we got? Trader Truth. Mm. But y'all thought he was independent. You know what? Never mind. Travis Garland. Trevor Jackson. Trinidad James. Troy Ave. Uh, Turf Talk. Tyra B. Who else we got? Let's get out of there. Victoria Monet. Dub C. We Are Tunes. Triple X. Young Chop. Young Dolph. Young Blue, Zion, Zion and Lennox, Zero, and Fireboy DML. Okay. Okay. Um, I will say this. They are currently, at, or did at one point, distribute Hitco. Right? Don't know who what Hitco is. Uh, let me see. Can we get this? Let's go over this real quick, too. Hitco is uh, L.A. Reid's um, label. Empire distributes or did distribute L.A. Reid's label. That is not an independent label. So get it out your heads that Empire is is a is a an independent. No, they are a major major label. Okay. Um. Let's see. I grew up off the original Bay Sound area. Um, he's working with blah blah blah. Yeah, we've already pretty much know everything at this point. This article really showing this shit. Okay. Uh, DJ Luke Nasty hails from North Carolina originally, but he has been with Empire long enough to remember when the company was just a dream. Um. Also, they sued Fox for the Empire name. Remember that lawsuit they had? They settled settled out of court. They sued Fox for the Empire name. Okay. Oh, here we go. Uh, Shami is able to scour the Bay Area and beyond for rising talent in need of exposure, which has led Empire to be among the first to work with eventual superstars Kendrick Lamar and Cardi B. You did not know that. And if you did, if you did you're lying. Okay. Since Empire began nearly 10 years ago, the organization has worked with many of the biggest names in the world of rap. Uh, let's see. Rapidly expanded to include major names like Lamar and as well as Schoolboy Q, Migos, Anderson Pack, and Kodak Black. 
They've all had tracks or albums independently distributed through Empire. Okay? So, can we please stop this nonsense about Empire being a regular schmegular label? They are a major, major label. Okay? Not saying they did it first. I'm just saying right now they are, you know, they're, they're giving advances in crypto. Okay. <clears throat> AM1, I see you, bro. Oh, and, and, and to, and to reiterate, uh, Leor's, Leor's interview with Breakfast Club, what also did he say in the interview? He also said there are evil forces in this world, people. You have, what did, what did Most Def call him? The Jew that runs hip hop? Which he still does, even though he's over here on YouTube, the music division. But, you know, you have the, the top Jew tell you there are evil forces in this world openly. And yet, and then let me get, let me get to this point where people are still like, um, empire records and three artists, whatever. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the label benefits from their deaths. Okay. Via insurance policies. But once again, are you mad at empire records or the environment that led to these young men's deaths? So who are you mad at? Pick a struggle. You mad at Empire? Because if it wasn't for Empire, you wouldn't have known of these cats. Let's 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 be honest. If it wasn't for Empire, you wouldn't have heard of these cats. So what are we? Who are we mad at? Empire Records, or the environment that spawned these these young men, and that eventually swallowed them up. You you got to pick a struggle and stay with it. Okay. And once again. Big deal. The family owns the masters. You got to come back to those people to be able to put the masters out for use. Now you can leverage them against, uh, you can take out insurance or um, uh, it's like when you mortgage a house, right? You can use them for leverage to get money, like cash advances and shit. But once again, if you can't call um, Universal Publishing and say, hey, um, I want to submit some King Von songs for sync licensing and mechanical licensing. And they say, no, what are you going to do? If the companies that go looking for songs don't come, don't knock on your door to use your song, what are you going to do? What good are your masters then? You got the white boys getting rid of their masters, right? Because y'all like to say, follow the trends. Like I hear all you, all you financial experts because for some odd reason, when white people do it, it means you should do it too. Okay, fine. So let's play that game. So I see all the white boys selling their masters. I see the greats. Bob Dylan gave his shit away or sell, sold his shit away. The, I mean, listen, the greatest of the greats have sold away their masters. L.A. Reed, Timberland. So once again, what good are the masters? If the people you got to go back to for access to use them say no to you or shut you out. Now, there's independent mid-level licensing companies you can go to. And you can get your song here and there, blah, skippy, blah, blah. But it's not going to generate any real monies. You're not going to get into a major film with the shit on the soundtrack. Right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, when they start giving up their masters, then you know the fix is in. So once again, black folk always behind 
when it comes to finances and making power moves when it comes to music. It's over now. Masters ain't worth shit. Everyone's giving giving them up. So once again, I, I see all these black people. They own their masters, which means what? And you mean to tell me their family knows how to do that? What they need to do with the masters? No. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna wrap this. I'm not gonna be here long because <clears throat> I gotta come back in an hour. Never know. Never know what. Come on, man. Stop. You know, good and goddamn well these motherfuckers' families don't know shit about the... Stop. Stop. So did Anita... Okay, let's let's talk about that. Does does Anita have her master's back? Did Anita get her master's back? Just despite having a court order f- telling the labels to give her shit back? Did the labels give back Anita Baker's master's? You know what? Here's some advice from me. They're worthless. Cash out if you can. Okay? Cash out if you can. The masters are worth nothing. They're gonna make it they're they're gonna make it worth nothing. Okay? What you need to do is if you are the family member of a, a hot dead rapper, leverage that shit for as much money as you can. Maybe sign a five or ten year publishing deal and get rid of it. Because outside of five or ten years, they're going to be worthless. No one's going to be listening to this shit. These kids will find something, somebody else to move on to. Okay? It's a miracle motherfucker still mentioned Chief Keith. Okay? Yo, Chef, what's happening? This is one guy that, that should be speaking on this. He knows his shit and this business inside and out. Way more than I can. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like I said, if you're relying on the masses, it's everybody's giving it up. Everybody's giving it up. So um, with that being said, I'm going to wrap this up. I'll be back in an hour with uh, On the Block with Jen. So I thank everybody that hung out with me, gave me your time and energy. I'm going to go uh, take some more drugs or drink some tea or something because I'm all jacked up. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dian. Cindy Ashley. On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.